an ironic media production. Visit us at ironickmedia.com. Welcome to the Affiliate Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Stark. In this podcast, I'll be sharing messages of hope, healing, and transformation. I'll teach you how to shift your mindset, conquer your fears, and become the best version of you. You'll get to witness healings as well as hear from my mentors, teachers, and about the extraordinary journey I've been on for the last 14 years. My connection with energy is so strong and I can't wait to share it with you. Let's get started. All right, this episode is going to be sleep hacks number two. So I have a lot more that I can offer in terms of what kind of things I do to increase my sleep. I didn't want to overwhelm you with the first podcast. So I have uh, selected this as a second podcast. And I'm just going to go over some of the things that are also really helpful. So number one thing that I've really noticed that can affect my deep sleep is a heavy meal before bed. So trying to eat like around six, let's say, if you're going to bed around nine, nine thirty, ten o'clock is going to give you enough time to digest your food so that you're not really actively digesting and trying to sleep at the same time. Also, as much as we probably don't want to admit it, alcohol also can interfere with our deep sleep. So making sure that you're not partaking in that kind of thing too much or too often. But if you are drinking, one of the things that I like to do is take charcoal. So activated charcoal, I can put that below in the show notes by uh, Bulletproof because it is important to have good quality activated charcoal. So another thing I like to do is to either put lavender essential oil on my wrists before bed and smell that, or I can put it in my bath. So if I am taking a bath, or if I have time to take a bath, I will do Epsom salt and I will do lavender in the bath. So that's a nice, really relaxing bath for me. And then I also like to do it for my son. He absolutely loves it. (laughs) He calls it his relaxing baths as well. So another thing I will incorporate before bed is taking magnesium glycinate. Not everybody can take magnesium, so check with your doctor, but we are severely deficient in our magnesium overall. Like the land has changed and and food quality is a lot lower than it used to be. So taking magnesium glycinate can really increase your levels of magnesium in the body and it's needed for over 300 different chemical reactions within your cells. So it winds up relaxing your muscles and helping you with detoxification. The next thing you might want to look at is the kind of light that you have that you might be exposed to either throughout the night or right before bed. So we talked about using the blue light glasses, but what we can also look at is possibly using a night light that has a red light or is low on the blue light. So, you know, a lot of times with kids' rooms, we will often leave them with a nightlight or something like that. Well, in my son's room, we have this nightlight from Bulletproof as well that we received, I believe, through a biohacked box. So that's just like where all the latest technology that Dave Asprey's found, and he shares it with his followers and his, you know, the people who are subscribed to his biohacked box. 
So that's a great thing to add to your repertoire. So like some of these things, you can just make it automatic, like the blue light glasses at night when you're watching TV. And then this is a nightlight that's already there. You know, once you get these things done, like the light blocking curtains, you know, that's not something that you need to really worry about. And especially if you have the chili pad, like that's already there. So it's easy to turn on. You know, a lot of this stuff may seem like it's a lot at first, but once you get them into your routine, it really isn't all that much. So another reason why people wake up around three or four o'clock can be because they their blood sugar is kind of dipping and their body is not able to detoxify, like their brain is needing more glucose in order to detoxify. So you might be waking up and your body's trying to get you to get some sugar. What you can do is preemptively take some honey, some like good quality honey before bed. So just a small amount so that your brain will have enough glucose to get through the night and do the repair that needs to be done. So the last thing I'll say about sleep is that if you get woken up and you can't fall back asleep, one of the things that I've seen that works really well is to tap. So people will sit up in bed and they'll tap. Now, obviously, if you have somebody next to you, you're going to want to do this quietly or not speak at all. Just do the tapping. And that will help to calm the mind and body. Because usually when once we're up, it's like our brain starts thinking of a 100 different things that we need to do. And it's not the time to do them. So you can tap on that. You can tap on the frustration of not being able to do them at that time and that there's a time and a place for everything and that you'll take care of it in the morning, that kind of stuff you can tap on. Or what I like to do is just say, even though I'm awake and I want to be asleep, I deeply love and accept myself. Actually, I'm starting to yawn just saying that I've done so many sessions that I can do that. I don't even have to tap. I can just talk to myself and my body just starts to reset. So, you know, you might want to try that. That really works well. You'll find that you're yawning and then you'll want to go to sleep. So if we're going to look at some of the woo stuff that we could do, I do like to clear my energy right before bed. I think it's really, really important to kind of just separate myself from the day, kind of relax. We definitely could take this time to do a little short meditation or even some tapping just to prepare our body for that relaxation and sleep. One of the things that I also do is I like to protect my house by putting roses around it. So it kind of makes a barrier. And I'll talk about this on another podcast about how amazing the rose really is in terms of um, setting boundaries. But you can do that for your house. You can also do it for your car, by the way. So like if you're taking a road trip or if you're in the car and you want to protect your car, you can put a rose in the front and the back of the car and that's going to keep people back. It sounds crazy, but it really does work. And I could actually physically demonstrate this, which is insane, but I've done it before and it's really cool. The next thing that I would do is also throw a brown blanket over your house. So a lot of the people that are listening to this podcast are going to be energetically sensitive empaths, and you're going to not want it to be disturbed by spirits throughout the night. So what I like to do is I I throw a brown blanket over the house, like a huge one. It's obviously energetic, not a real one. And that is very boring to spirits. So they will just keep on going. You know, it's sort of like turning off your intuition. I, I've described it this way before, and I do highly recommend that if you are really having a problem with spirits coming to you in the middle of the night or at inappropriate times, to really look at the fact that you have this seniority over your body and you can tell the spirits that they need to come at a certain time and that they can't interrupt your sleep and that they need to respect boundaries. And so you can either look at it like you've turned off your light bulb. So it's kind of like they're not that interested because they can't find you. Or you can actually put like a closed for the night kind of sign up. So it's up to you. But those are some of the woo tactics that I use to make sure that I can get my deep sleep and I'm not woken up by some spirits because that has happened. (laughs) 
So those are just some sleep hacks. I hope that these help, you know, because sleep is so important for repairing our system, balancing our hormones, and giving us the clarity and the drive to go into the next day. Oh, you know what? I'll say one last thing. If you're having trouble sleeping at night, a lot of times it can be because you're having coffee too late in the afternoon. So like if you are possibly having trouble falling asleep, look at when you had your coffee, if you drink coffee. And if you move it to like noon or so as the latest time you have coffee, usually that doesn't affect your sleep. What's interesting is that some of us have genes that process coffee faster than other people. So like my partner, for instance, can't have coffee late in the afternoon. I feel like I could have coffee probably all day long, any day, (laughs) and I'd be fine. I could go to sleep. And I actually, in fact, have the gene that processes coffee very quickly. So anyway, it's just something to think about. You know, you might want to limit your caffeine in the late afternoon. So that's it. Good luck. And if you have any other questions, maybe I can give you some help. The uh, lavender essential oil is going to be listed below. Same thing with Epsom salts and the magnesium glycinate. And I'll give you a link to that nightlight that I use in my son's room. So with that, let's heal together. today's podcast, you're going to love the UR Energy course. I'm going to drop the link below so you can pick up that course. I go much more in depth about the science behind healing and I share the tools and techniques that I use every single day to help my body heal. All content provided by Amy Stark and her guests on the Ophelia Podcast website or other platforms, including text, images, audio, or other formats, were created for informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of a physician or qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Amy Stark is not a doctor or a therapist.